Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. Be'ezus Hashem. Shalom Bayes, Shir number 28. Email address, Shalom Bayes, 777 at gmail.com. No matter how busy a husband is in his learning or in his business or the wife with her job or running her home, the marriage itself, the connection between the two of them, cannot be neglected. It needs to be nurtured. It's like a flower that without attention, it'll wither. It needs to be uh, watered and taken care of. When a person first gets married, generally, the love is usually expressed constantly. There's more time that's spent with each other. But as time goes on, uh, it's taken for granted. Now, a lot of times there's tear discs that come up, and that's the external cause of it. But internally, a lot of it is because it starts to begin to be taken for granted. And in reality, the opposite has to be true, uh, has to be their case. The longer the people are married, the more the love should be expressed between a husband and wife, because really... As time goes on, there's a lot more to be thankful for. Now, I know this is the opposite of the stereotypical marriage jokes. And by the way, we'll discuss that, actually, in later Shurim too. But in a nutshell, um, it's, it's okay to have a sense of humor. And it's okay to have some jokes about marriage in good nature, uh, uh, making fun of um, men's personalities and women's personalities. And, you know, you see this a lot by um, uh, Sheva Bracha's speeches, um, more than Eifru's speeches, because it's a little uh, more dangerous by Eifru's speeches. But, you you know, and, and to a certain degree, you know, when there's this these type of discussions and cyber jokes and it's done in a good-natured way, that's okay. You know, persons, it's healthy to have a certain sense of humor, especially about facts of life that seem funny and humorous, just based on what reality is. But as we know, uh, very often, these marriage jokes could cross a line, become very mean and vicious and, and cynical. And um, that breaks really a, a big border that shouldn't be broken because marriage is really sacred and um, so one has to be careful about that just mention that it's on the side but generally it's very important as we mentioned before when one spouse shows love or shows appreciation the other one who's receiving that has to be careful to return it to reciprocate so if your wife went out of her way to make a special dish or she dressed nicely for you or um, said something very kind to you, built you up, you have to learn, you need to learn to notice it and to appreciate it and to reciprocate that. Not just with a thank you, but to say something kind in return. So if a husband brings a gift to his wife, or offers to help her and helps her, she in turn needs to show her love and appreciation in response to him 
helping and making that gesture. This is that is very very important, and um, the more you do this, and the more you show love and reciprocate that love, the stronger the relationship will be, the stronger the marriage will be, and um, it's very very important to know and to realize that as time goes by, and things get routine, and things get into habit, we sometimes forget completely of what our wife really is, and what our husband really is, and we forget. And it's really not a healthy thing, but it's something that people always do. You know, it's a common thing, and we have to fight that trend. It's like, in a way, walking uphill, because it could have people could be wonderful people, but they sometimes lose that um, spark and lose that cheshik to be with somebody or to appreciate somebody that they're with all the time or that they see all the time. And it's very also very important that even though we're used to a poor person, we know what the person more or less is like, a human being has very a lot of dimensions. They are very complex, very deep, and there's a lot of dimensions that come out if you work on it with each other to show and to see and to explore various um, dimensions of your wife or your husband that you may have not seen before. And this, Baruch Hashem, does happen often when um, a marriage, you know, they were busy with things and whatever it is, and then they make a commitment, and it could be 10 years into the marriage, 20 years into the marriage, 30 years into the marriage, where they make up their minds between each other, we're going to go to ba- Shalom Bay Shiurim, or we're going to start doing things together, we're going to start taking walks together, even though it seems we don't have much in common and each one's doing our own thing, we're going to start to connect to each other. And they start realizing there, then and there, as they start doing this slowly, dimensions about their husband and their wife that they didn't know or they weren't aware of in the earlier years. Now that means seems to people that it's hard to believe that that's the case. In others, you figure, looking from the outside, looking in, that if you have a couple that's been married not just 10 years or 20 years or 30 years, but already 40 years even, they're married that long, they know each other inside out, backwards, forwards, and in some external ways and certain habits and certain things like that, yes, they do. They do. They've seen the same thing for all these years, again, day in and day out, day in and day out. But that's mistaken. Very often, you don't know your wife, you don't know your husband, unless you really make an effort to learn to know your husband and to learn to know your wife. And that requires thought, that requires attention, and very often you'll see things in your, your wife and your husband, good things, positive things, in their neshama and in their personality that you did not notice before, that you, you did not see before, or things that you just simply took for granted until then. And that's really the essence of in general, of loving your fellow friend or your fellow neighbor or your, your fellow Jew, wherever they are, whoever they are, and 
and the, it's it's important to look for that milus and and connect with those milus. Again, the the biggest vahaftarecha kamaycha applies to your own husband, applies to your own wife. That's your biggest reyacha. She is your best friend. He is your best friend. Hashem wants it that way. Hashem wants it that way. Hashem desires it to be that way. He wants them to be best friends. And we will talk about that also. There is the romantic, fiery, spark aspect to a marriage. And then there is the friendship, deep friendship part of a marriage that very often is lacking. And very often a person needs to know that in order to get, if they feel they're lacking in that quote-unquote romantic aspect or physical aspect or sexual attraction aspect, and they feel they're missing that or it became stale in their marriage, the way to get back to that is not sometimes directly uh, you know, in exhibiting behaviors in those areas, but first, to get to know them for real, to get to know them as friends, as a person, you know, as a totality. What do you do during the day? What do you really like? And so on and so forth. And really get to know each other. And this is a very interesting concept because, you know, on the surface, it seems, like I said, most people make the simple assumption. You know, you, you go and you've, you've known this couple for years and years and years, or even your own parents. Uh, it could be very possible that as much as you think your mother and your father, you know, you, you grew up and they, you know, sort of even read each other's minds in many instances because of be, being together for so long. And yet there's many things based on conversations you have with either your mother or your father, and even teenagers could pick this up, that they really don't get. And it's sad in a way. And and teenagers, I think, who are listening to this, I think understand it a little bit. When they know their father and they know their mother, and they get certain things about their father that they know their mother doesn't get about their father. Or they see some things in their mother that they realize that their father doesn't get what their mother is all about. How is that? How is that even possible? How is that even possible that the couple themselves, the husband and the wife, that, that were with each other, let's just give an example, for 20 years, 20 plus years, and yet the teenager, the 14-year-old, the 15-year-old, that's watching both parents realizes right away when having conversations with both of them together and, and separately, they hop that they really don't know each other. That in a certain weird sense, they know their parents, each one individually, more than the parents know their, each other. And that stems from many things. And the one thing, the beginning, is the paying attention, the quality time, the willingness to become friends, best friends. And to get to the next deeper relationship has to start with that friendship and that ahava of that type. Have a wonderful day.